and welcome to the first episode, first ever episode, the season pr- series premiere, I guess, of the Chicago Sports Pod. My name is Hannah. I will be your host for today. I have a smoothie. It's a strawberry banango, <laughs> strawberry mango smoothie. It's pretty damn good. So today we have a lot of topics on the the um, the agenda. There's a lot of things happening in Chicago sports today, or this week, I guess. Um, the draft is this week for the Bulls. Uh, I believe the MLB trade, uh, uh, what do you call Moronium or something like that, ends in like a week or so. And or maybe it's already ended. I don't know. And the Bears play tonight, a really big game for the entire season. Um, but I'm a Cubs fan and not a White Sox fan, so I'm gonna keep the White Sox chatter to a minimum because I hate the White Sox. If if you're a White Sox fan, you're welcome to come in and talk White Sox. I don't care about the White Sox any other way. Other than that, um, yeah, I think that's mostly it for now. So let's just go ahead and jump right into the direct topics. So let's talk about the Cubs specifically. Uh, the Cubs trade rumors going around. I believe MLB trade rumors posted something about how they're open to uh, trading anybody. They're they're interested in just selling out. I'm not not wildly interested in the idea of them just selling out and dishing out every every player we have. Um, obviously, me, I'm in love with Chris Bryant. So, I'm going to cheer for him wherever he goes. Um, hopefully he goes to a contender if he does leave. Um, but I hope he doesn't. I hope Anthony, uh, I hope him, and I hope Baez don't leave. I hope I hope they don't trade anybody. Once you, that's not going to happen. They're going to trade somebody. Uh, but I hope it's like, I hope they trade, um, you know, M- MVP Ryan Tapora. <laughs> Um, on on the real though, like the best deal we could get out of Baez could be like a. I could see Baez going for like a. A good amount of young prospects. All of them can go for young players. So I mean, like if we do trade all three of them, Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez. It's not necessarily the end of the world, it's the end of this era of Cubs baseball, which it's been five years, it's not like, it's been like more like four years since 2016, so I mean, to just destroy it all and throw in a rebuild, like, it's not worth it, honestly, it's just not. You should let them play out the contract, at least. I know, it's like the, oh, we get something for them. But why, like... It's difficult for me to... to um, I, I contemplate, I guess, why... Um, what's his name? Theo. We just throw people out like that. Like, or, I mean, I guess, in general, general managers. Like... For baseball and other sports too. 
I know it's like, oh, it's a business or whatever, but I just don't, I can't get, like, relationships just thrown out the window. Like, for example, Derek Rose, of course. Just thrown it out the window. Trade him so fast. They, they don't care about the people. Like, the, the, the families involved. The bit, like, they care about the business aspect. I think, that's, I think a good general manager or a good owner knows the line between like uh, trading somebody because they're bad for your team and trading somebody be, and not trading somebody because they're part of like the family of the team. You know what I'm saying? That's the, I think that's the best. Trading somebody at the right time is the best quality for a general manager. And not to play general manager. Of course, I've never managed a, a general manager baseball team in my entire life. But I have played a lot of seasons from MLB The Show. And I know when it's the right time to trade somebody. Because I always think when I trade them, when I'm playing MLB The Show, like, oh, I just acquired this person. I'm just going to trade them away immediately. <laughs> like, you know, I'm that guy that, that cares about the imaginary people's feelings. But like, the thing is, if you trade away one, you're trading away all three. Because you can't win with just two of them or one of them. You have, you, have, you need all three of them to win. So if you're going to trade away one of them, you have to trade away all three. And I think that's the stark reality that most Cubs fans are going to face. If we see a Baez trade go through, or a Bryant trade go through, or a Rizzo trade go through, we know it's over. <laughs> um, yeah. I also think the cap hell thing definitely wasn't a good idea. You know, completely destroying the team. And like two million in cap space left, or something like that. Or spending so much money, I don't know how baseball works. <laughs> but yeah, that is my opinion on that. Um, for the final thing, just to conclude, I don't think they should trade anybody. Uh, I think we'll, I think we'll be real contenders this year. I think last year was just a fluke, maybe the sixteen season. I think. A lot of teams had that kind of fluke 60-game season sort of thing. Um, I think the Angels were one. I think the Angels could have played a lot better. The Angels are pitching, though. But that's all I'm here to discuss. I think it was just a fluke year, so I think we just need to, to get back on it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. We just need to get back out there. Hopefully with you. Hopefully with... Maybe we can sign Alex with... I don't know. <laughs> That'll, that'll come up when actual free agency for baseball begins. I don't know when it's supposed to begin. But uh, anyway, tonight today is Monday. Monday the 16th? Yes, this is the 16th. I'm so smart. Uh, the Bears play the Vikings today on Monday Night Football. Um, it's a pretty, pretty big game. Uh, today is the first or today is the first game that Matt Nagy has given up play calling. The offensive coordinator, the camera is nailed to the top of my head. Um, and David Montgomery is out. And obviously, Tariq Cohen's done for the year. It's sad, man. I love Tariq Cohen. Love that guy. Um, so, our top backs are probably going to be Lamar Miller, who just got promoted off the practice squad and hasn't played a game since 29. Since basically since 2018. 
tore his ACL in 2019 preseason and got cut by the Texans. Um, but he was really good in 2018, so I think he can come back to his, his form that he was at. Um, unfortunately, Cordero Patterson will be our second back, probably. And then Ryan Nall is our third back. Not too enthusiastic about that. <laughs> um, but you got to live with what you got to live with it. Um, in fantasy this week, I'm down like 50 points or like 45 points or something like that. My only two players left are Dalvin Cook and Darnell Mooney. So I could really use some points from them. Um, I hope you, I hope that like you look back on the, I'm going to look up on this tomorrow and be like, wow, that's ironic. They scored like three points combined or something like that. Uh, but let's look at the game itself. The Vikings, obviously I mentioned Dalvin Cook, one of the best rushing offenses in the league, or that's one of the running backs in the league, I guess that's how I would describe it. Uh, they are, I believe they're two and seven currently. They're not too hot. <laughs> they're not too good. They are last in the division, the NFC North. Um, the Bears need this win to keep pace with the rest of the wild card race. I believe the Rams are the team to, team to catch. <laughs> Sorry, my nose is really grunting. I sneezed earlier. <laughs> Um, um, for predictions for tonight, it's looking rough because the Bears' rush defense obviously not very good as it has been. Um, well, it's been getting better. We've been not allowing all more rushes than we have been. Um, I mean, I well, like, I mean, the Saints aren't really a good rushing offense, so I guess that makes sense. But I digress. Um. I think Cook does get a lot of points, a lot of um, uh, stats. I think he goes for two touchdowns, 140 yards, something like that, on like five catches. Uh, but I think the Bears will prevail in an offensive shootout. I think it'll be like 38 to 28. It will be the final score. Um, I think Nick Foles will have a career game behind a finally competent. Offensive play caller. Don't get me wrong. I love Nagy. Um, I think he's one of the better things to happen to Chicago sports in a while. But he's just not a good play caller for this offense. It's not. Obviously, I can't. I don't think the offensive coordinator has ever called plays before. At least in, in Chicago. So, that'll obviously be a little rough, but it's against a weaker opponent in the Vikings, so I'm not super worried about how it'll play out, but it's still looking a little rough for the Bears tonight. Um, so, yeah, I just said Bulls, or Bulls, I haven't been saying Bulls this whole time, I meant Bears. Bears, 38-28. I do want to look at something real quick. The Bears schedule the rest of the way through. We play the Vikings tonight. And then next Sunday on Sunday Night Football, we play the Packers. Uh, that is going to be a rough game. I don't see us winning that game. 
But then we have Lions, Texans, Bears, Lions, Lions, Texans, Jaguars, then Packers again. So if we lose both to the Packers, um, let's, let's say we win tonight, six and four, lose to the Packers six and five. But then we have we we can finish ten and six because we're not going to lose to the Lions. Well, we might. Oh, Lions are. But then Texans, Vikings, Jaguars. That's three easy wins. So we're going to finish nine and seven or ten and six. Maybe even 11-5 and five if we win one against the Packers. So, I mean... It would be really funny if we beat the Packers and lost to the Lions. But we're playing the Lions at home, so I'm not... Super worried. But if the Packers already clinched the division and they already have their seeding in place, they could rest their starters in the last week. And we could get an easy win. Which would be amazing because we might still be in the wild card time by that time. Alright, well, anyways, let's move on to the next head topic so far Bulls draft predictions. The draft is this Wednesday at 8 p.m. EST. Uh, the Bulls have the number four overall pick, and there's a lot of options they're going to have. So let's go over them. Might as well. <laughs> so the first three are obvious. They, we know who they are. We just don't know what order they're going to be in. It's going to be Ball, Wiseman, Edwards. That's the order I think it'll go in. It could go Edwards, Wiseman, Ball. We just know Wiseman's going to be number two, but we don't know if it's Ball or... Yeah. So... Let's... So... Obviously, my opinion... The best option for us to take would be Denny. Denny, last name I can't say. I can't, I can't pronounce it. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton is also a good option. He's a guard. Denny is a, a, I think he's a combo wing. No, he's not a combo wing. He's a power forward, isn't he? So he's a, I don't know what he is. <laughs> I haven't looked at this guy in profile. I just know he's really good. He's from, like, Israel or something like that. Maybe Serbia. I don't know. He's from some European country. Tyrese Halliburton's another good option. Um, I think those are the two that we could really consider. Although looking at where Tyrese Halliburton is projected to go, actually, let me pull up a mo the mock draft, the, like the official mock draft, or whatever it's called. Um, I'll get BR. BR is nice. I like BR. Projecting Tyrese to go to six to the Hawks. Obviously, the Hawks could need him. They need more. They need more of a point um, point guard player. But if we were to take him at four, I wouldn't be upset. Uh, Obi Topin was also a nice pick. I think a good thing for them to do is contact the Knicks or the Wizards or the Pistons. See if they are interested in moving up to take uh, like a Denny or an Obi. And if they are, trade back to seven or eight and take Killian Hayes from, um, uh, I forget where he's from. That would be generally a good pick for them because we, we do need a point guard. Um, we don't really have one. We have Kobe, but. I just don't see Kobe playing point guard for a long time. He doesn't play. He doesn't play like a point guard. If you get what I'm saying, 
watching him play. Um, and Zach can play small forward, or he can play like a combo guard sort of thing. So we can move Kobe to shooting guard. I think all Kobe's best games were when he wasn't handling the ball. If I call it. like when he when he was on fire against the Hornets, I think it was. He wasn't handling the ball. He was just shooting. He was picking up. He was picking pocket, not picking and boxing. Picking what is it called? What? Picking. I don't know what it's called. Anyway, yeah, because they have Killian Hayes going to the Knicks right here, and knowing the Knicks. They would be dumb enough to trade up to four to try to get like a James Wiseman <laughs> or something like that. If they trade to four, every Knicks fan's gonna be like, "Oh my God, we're gonna get Anthony Ball or Anthony Ball, Anthony Edwards." That's not gonna happen. It would be a very Charlotte Hornets thing to take Denny and let like uh, Anthony Edwards or Lamelo Ball fall to us. If Lamelo Ball were to fall to four, I'd take him over um, Denny, Obi, Tyrese. Anybody, I would take. He's just too good, but he's not gonna fall for. And I said the top three is already basically picked, but we just don't know where they're going. But we just know they're in the top three. Do I like them being the top three? Like, I don't know about James Wiseman. That's my thing. James Wiseman, he's tall. He's like 6'11". He's from Memphis. I don't know about him right now. He got, he obviously got the sanctions levied on him by the NCAA. Uh, and then he left the team and decided to just prepare for the draft. I just don't know about him. Like, I, I don't think... I don't know if I've seen enough of him right now to know if I want him on my team. Uh... Uh, he wouldn't be a good fit in Chicago, I don't think. Obviously, I can't say for certain right now. But I think if we were to pick up AD, then he would be terrible. <laughs> um, which I will talk about in, in a little bit, because I really want AD to come to Chicago. <laughs> Anthony, please. It's your hometown. Don't be a Dwayne Wade. Don't come here when you're 39 and old and already retiring. We want you now. We want to win a championship. Okay. I don't know why I'm playing with him. He's not going to listen to this. <laughs> um, but yes. So on my wish list, Denny, Halliburton, trade back to Killian Hayes. That's my wish list. Um, other than that, let me look. Is there a is there a second round thing? There we go. SI's got a second round. I don't want a full description for every... There we go, okay. Oh, did we not... Oh, wait. We traded our second round pick to the Wizards? Oh, we have one from the Grizzlies. And it's looking like Cassius Stanley could actually be available when we pick right there. And so could uh, Aduka Azabuki. Baba Booey. <laughs> but they have us taking uh, Jahimus Ramsey, the shooting guard from Texas Tech. I like Cassius Stanley more, personally. Maybe it's just the name factor, but Cassius Stanley just seems like a better pick. Um, Aduki Azubuki is going to be a good would be a good pick as well. I like Aduki. Um, I think he definitely got like cocked a lot <laughs> from the from uh, Bill Self. Is that is that the Kansas coach's name? No, not with smiles. 
It's Bill, yeah, Bill Self's the coach, right? Hold on, I'm gonna have to Google, I'm gonna Google it now. Ah, I opened Discord, oops. Um, Kansas men's basketball. No, Kansas medical marijuana. No. Yeah, Bill Self. Okay, I was right. I was right. Yeah. Well, it's it's looking like we're probably gonna go Denny. Um, number four. Which I don't know if like have feel about Denny going for really. I don't. I mean, I don't mind it. I think he's a great. I'd rather have a point guard though. I mean, we already have Lori at, at power forward. Obviously, Lori can play center. Um, but another good player to take would be like a Patrick Williams from Florida State. He's a small forward. He's a um, a three and D. I'm pretty sure, or he's a shooter. I can't remember which one. I'm not exactly. I would know a lot more if they played March Madness, but I say I'm a Florida State fan. But uh, the Patrick Williams would be a good addition for a small forward, but I think we need a big man first. Because, I mean, we have Otto Porter. He's not, I mean, he's not exactly. No. And we also have a man I completely forgot existed until a couple of days ago, Wendell Carter, who, I don't know what happened. I think he broke his foot, and then his foot's been broken for like two years. Uh, I don't know what's up with him, but he was a bust. Pretty sure I haven't seen him play. <laughs> um, so, obviously, if we take Denny. I'm projecting, I'm thinking the starting lineup's going to be Kobe White, Zach Levine. That's small forward. I don't know where I want to go. I think Denny would probably play small forward. Denny, Laurie, and then Wendell. If Wendell's healthy. I could see, I could see, because he's only, he's 68, so he can, he can play small forward. Does that worry me a little bit? That we're taking a small forward? We could be taking a point guard? Hey, okay, so if we take Terry Halliburton, who, oh, yo, wait, hold on, when was this posted? This was posted today? Okay, I'm looking at this SI thing. I guess I shouldn't trust it, it's an SI thing. They've got Edwards 1, Wiseman 2, Anika O. Okanugwu at three. And then Paul at four. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, let's say we get Killian Hayes from Killian Hayes. Or we get Tyrese Halliburton, who is projected to fall in this SI draft all the way down, which is not going to happen. I'm going to go back to the other one. I don't like this one. I'm <laughs> going back to the BR one. That one sucks. I don't like that. Okay. Let's say we get Tal Tyrese. Or we get Killian Hayes. 
Um, I'm thinking that line, oh, bug. It's a fine bug. That lineup would look like Killian or Tyrese at the one at the point. Then Kobe at the two. Zach at the three. Lori at four. And then Otto or Wendell at the five. I think that went I think that lineup wins us thirty five games. At least. But I think the Denny lineup also wins uh, wins us like thirty games, thirty five games. I like the the Bulls are I think the Bulls are doing gonna do good this year. Okay, so let's switch up to our next topic, which actually bounces off my last topic, which is how will the Bulls perform this year? Now, um, it's no secret the Bulls are not very good. <laughs> Um, they suck, <laughs> to put it lightly. Um, you can't disagree with me because you know I'm right. Um, we will more than likely not be in, okay, my ESPN app sucks and won't let me record while I'm in it, so I have to just remember off the top of my head. Um... So obviously Zach is our best player, no matter what. But if I, I'm looking at, if I'm looking at from Denny' point of view, like we take Denny, I mean, um, then we have. So obviously, let's, let's say the lineups. Um, we have Denny at the, the three. The, like, the issue with that team is it's incredibly young. It's also not that deep. Like, we look past those five guys. We look past the five guys. We have Wendell then at six, at, at our sixth man for center power forward. And then, who else do we have? We have Denzel, Denzel Valentine, who is not exactly a bust, but he's not playing pretty well. And then, that's really it. Like... I, I can't like we always see Christian we have Ryan like we have we have players but we don't have good depth players so I think the best thing for the Bulls to do right now um, is to either make a trade for somebody trade next year's first not this year's first next year's first don't trade this year's first my fridge is going off <laughs> um or sign guys. And if I'd say actually a good guy to sign would be Derrick Rose. If you're, I think a good lineup would be Derrick at the point, um, Kobe at the two, Zach at the three, Denny at the four, Laurie at the five. That lineup wins forty games. That's the best lineup we can field. Well, I mean, obviously we could sign AD. If we sign AD, that's a different ballgame. If we sign AD, it could be Kobe, Zach, Denny, 
AD Lori or Lori AD. But obviously Anthony Davis signing is a very thing that's probably not going to happen. He's probably just going to go back to the Bulls. But I will take him. <laughs> if he wants to come here, I'll ta- sign him for a max contract. I don't care. I'll take him. Like, max contract for four years? Heck yeah. He'll be, he's what, 32 right now? So he'll be 36 when he leaves? I don't think that. That'll, I don't win a championship. Or at least gets close to one. Um, obviously, most of these rumors are started just because people, but he's from Chicago. So, and I believe he stated before that he wants to come to Chicago. So, I will take him. <laughs> we signed him and Giannis. Oh, imagine AD and Giannis on the same front court. Oh, man. Imagine if it was the Bulls uniforms, too. That would be, that would be ridiculous. But obviously, it's not, that's not going to happen. The Giannis things are going to happen. Giannis is more than likely just going to stay in, in Wisconsin. In um, Milwaukee. Oh. Uh, or he could go to Miami. Which is very... But I, I think I'm going to read something about DeMar DeRozan wants to go to Milwaukee with him. Or not DeMar DeRozan, like a, a, a guard. I think it was DeMar DeRozan. It might be Kyle Lowry. Um, but both of those things are very, very... Uh, like, could happen. Like, I could see it happen. I was going to say something that I forgot what I was going to say. It's not a podcast if you don't forget what you were going to say every once in a while. Um, but yeah, th- my, those are my basic predictions. Um, I if we, if we go with the Denny, only Denny, then I think we, we make the postseason as an 8. Or maybe we miss out as like a 9 or 10 in the playing tournament. If we get the AD, if we get AD... I think we had bumped it to like a six or a five. Um, and then <laughs> the mythical combo of AD and Giannis makes it a two. But that the latter's not going to happen. Um, if we go with Halliburton, I think we win a lot more earlier. So I think we get it. I think Halliburton's better off for the short term. I think he's better now. Or, I mean, I think he's better fit for the team right now. But I think Denny's going to be a better player in the long run. So I think Denny's the better pick. But if you want to win now, you go with Hallie Burton. But if you want to build a team for the future, you want to go with Denny. The issue is nobody knows what AK is thinking. <laughs> like, AK, he is silent killer. AK is. Like, compared to, like, recent years, everyone knew what the Bulls were doing. I knew it, like, if... He was still GM right now. We would know exactly who they're taking and when, <laughs> and they would take him to the pop up. Uh, but AK's our GM now, and AK uh, has no living victims. All his victims are dead. <laughs> so, 
I think that it's going to be a fun draft night. I remember I remember the night we drafted Kobe. Um, I was very hyped because we didn't mess up the pick. <laughs> like, there were a lot of ways that pick could have gone the wrong way, if I recall correctly. Um, and we, we made the best pick, I think, for the team was Kobe White. His name, his name sounds like Kobe. Um, is his name Cody or Kobe? It's Kobe, right? I'm pretty sure it's Kobe. I love his the thing he did when he, like, after the draft when he was so obviously high. That's so love, man. That's so love. <laughs> oh, he's a good guy. I like his hair. Okay, so let's move on to our next to last topic, which is will the Cubs become contenders this year or will it be another year stuck in mediocrity? 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 We'll be mediocre this year. Um, the Cubs, I've already kind of covered this, but I want to cover it more. I want to cover it more directly, head on. Uh, the Cubs are weird this year. We won't know how the Cubs are going to perform until we watch them play. Or not even that, until the trade more going to ends. Until free agency begins. The Cubs could do one of two things. One of three things, actually. The first thing is they could trade away Javi, trade away Anthony, trade away Bryant, trade away Schwarber, trade away Hayward, trade away everybody. Strip down the team, get a bunch of prospects, throw them out there, let them play. Or we could keep them, hope to have a big run, maybe sign a starting pitcher or two, and see how it goes. Or we keep we keep them and we go big spending for each team. We sign somebody huge. Replace them. I don't know who, really, but or not even not replace them. Sorry, um, to elevate them. Basically, they they gonna, they're gonna, they they pull the Yankees. They buy they try to buy the championship. Um, do I think they'll do that? No, that's just one of the options that they have. They 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 spend a lot of money and they get they get Bauer. And they get um. Who's the other guy? There's another. There's a. I don't remember his name. There's a good hitter on the market. I can't remember his name. Um. This year isn't the year I'm super worried about. I oh I mean I'm incredibly worried about this off season. But if we don't trade anybody this off season, um, then next year, I'll be incredibly more worried because they're probably going to leave in free agency. Or if we keep them in free agency, we're going to have to pay them a lot of money. And I don't know if they want to do that. I know there have been talks about firing Theo at one point in time. I believe from the owners. Or Theo leaving. Which I don't really see that happen. I think I think if, if Theo trades away all of the people, he's going to uh, Anthony and all those players, I think he's going to stay. 
as a sign. If he doesn't really do a lot, like maybe signs like if he maybe just signs Bauer or something and like some lower level free agents, then I think he'll leave after next season and let the next GM inherit the mess. <laughs> uh, but honestly, I don't see a perfect time for Theo to leave within the next three years. That's just how messed up all these things are going to be. Um, but the question is, will the Cubs be contenders this year? Um, obviously, my three scenarios. One of the scenarios, they're not going to be contenders because they've traded away all their good players. The other two, I think they will definitely be contenders. I think this year, I think this year, if you get everything the same, maybe sign like a Bauer or something, or sign like a, uh, an Alice Wood or something like that, then I think we have a good chance of winning the division. And possibly even the pennant. The World Series? No. <laughs> Not a chance we win the World Series. Unless, like, we have, like, this goat starting pitcher that I've never heard of before. And, like, our pipe system or whatever. Uh, and then our last question about the Bears. This one is, if the Bears lose tonight against the Vikings, is the season over? I addressed this a little earlier. The Bears are currently... Are they five and four, six and four? Um, they're six and four, I believe. So if we lose tonight to the Vikings, we're six and five. Basically, yes, the season will be over because we we have two games with the Packers. More likely going to lose. Um, that'll put us at seven. And if we went out, besides those games, we'll be nine and seven. And based on all the NFC's playing out this year, there's little to no chance we make the playoffs with a nine and seven record. So I think we need this is a must win game for Chicago right now. Because especially considering we've lost three straight. Um or, oh we're five and four. Right? Even last week's we're five and four. Sorry. We're five and four, not six. Um so yeah, this game is a must, must win. Um how we win the game, I don't really know. Um, I think it's going to come with throwing the ball um, more than we have been because the Vikings have a decent um, rushing defense. I know that their secondary isn't too hot. I think that is the way to go, but I, but as for the question, I do think if we lose tonight, the season is over. There is no ifs, ands, and buts about it. We are duds out tonight. <laughs> Um, so this is a must-win affair. I definitely think Matt Nagy giving up play-calling duties is definitely going to help because we weren't going to win a lot of games with him as play-caller. But anyways, that is my thoughts on Chicago, the Chicago sports for this week. Uh, I'll be recording one of these every Monday um, from now until forever, until I get bored of it. <laughs> Hopefully it's never. Uh, if you do want to appear as a guest or as a co-host, just DM me um, at, at the Chicago Sports Pod. Um, I think it might be at Chicago. No, 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 I thought before. And uh, I will see if I can get you in sometime. I love just to hear from as many Chicago fans as I can, as many opinions as I can. If you want to come for just a specific segment, you want to come for the entire podcast, just let me know. We'll arrange something. Um, Obviously, I'm not making money from this, <laughs> so you're just going to come on for fun for an hour, 
or for 20 minutes, however long you can come on. Um, but it's 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 fun. I like I like doing this. I like talking, especially because I was in here what like 45 minutes now, and I'm just talking. I have so much schoolwork to do. <laughs> I woke up at 10:30, which is it's 11:30 on the East Coast. I have so much schoolwork to do, but I'm doing this first because this is procrastinating. Um, but this is the point I shouldn't talk about myself. Okay. Um, but thank you guys for listening. If you did listen all the way through, I uh, hope you enjoy this. Let me know anything more fun I can do. You can, all, you can go to the Anchor app because I'm doing this on Anchor. And you can record like voice messages for me. And I can listen to them and do like a, a, a mail segment. <laughs> like they do on... Um, um, what's that show called? PTI? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, I will talk to you later. Next Monday, new podcast coming out about 1 p.m. EST, 12 p.m. GST. Goodbye. Whoa.